following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Friday, ladies and gentlemen, the Fantasy Beast Mortifying Them crew is back live in action with you. Uh, this week we tackle the inevitable week nine. Last week, so many injuries. This week, so many different matchups. Um, a, a real head scratcher. Where, 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 where will I go? My, my good matchups are gone. What do I do next? Uh, some ugly matchups, some interesting matchups. We'll run down the slate real quick here. Uh, Sunday, one o'clock games, Houston Texans. Taking the trip to Miami. Denver Broncos taking the trip to Dallas. Cleveland Browns without Odell Beckham currently taking the trip to Cincinnati. The Minnesota Vikings take the trip to Baltimore. They see the Ravens fresh off a bye. The Las Vegas Raiders off a bye take the trip to the New York Giants. Uh, an interesting battle of two polarizing quarterbacks, both of whom have had a pretty good year so far, but probably both don't receive the credit they deserve. Um, the Atlanta Falcons take a trip to the quarterbackless New Orleans Saints. Buffalo flies on down to my or to Jacksonville at one o'clock on Sunday. Uh, they see the rookie Trevor Lawrence first overall pick versus that Stout Bills defense. New England Patriots visit the Carolina Panthers, uh, two former Cam Newton teams. The LA Chargers at four o'clock visit the Philadelphia Eagles. The Arizona Cardinals. Visit the San Francisco 49ers, the Green Bay Packers, uh, finish out the Kansas City Chiefs at 4 o'clock. An interesting game, nonetheless. The Chiefs have been less than worthy of their opponents, their opposition lately. Uh, Let's see if that continues or not. The Tennessee Titans uh, face the LA Rams at 820 on Sunday night. And Monday night football, the Chicago Bears Visit the Pittsburgh Steelers. An interesting game nonetheless. David Montgomery expected to see possibly some snaps in that game. Uh, but without too much delay, let's get into our stardom situm good plays this week. Um, Jordan Love uh, is is at least worthy of a spot start. Getting his first pro game action as a starter here. Aaron Rodgers out due to stating he's immunized. Uh, not vaccinated, and he is indeed not vaccinated as he has COVID. He's out for at least 10 days. A real interesting situation there uh, turning up in Green Bay. But Jordan Love will get the start against the lowly Kansas City Chiefs. you got to expect uh, safety Sorensen to get targeted early and often. He has just been a, a liability in coverage. Uh, think, think sunshine here. Uh, Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals this week, providing he is up and ready to go. Uh, He has missed practice this week with an ankle injury. They said it's a two-three week injury, but he's against the 49ers. 
Uh, the 49ers are 30th in the league. If he's healthy, I'm playing him. Obviously, the big question is if. And that's a 4 o'clock game, so that might not be something you can toy with. Terod Taylor returns this week. Houston sees Miami. I think Terod's worth a start or a spot started. I'm never really saying this about the Houston quarterbacks, but Terod had two pretty good games here to start the year. Um, had 23 points against Jacksonville, had 16 against Cleveland. Uh, obviously goes down with the injury after that, but Miami has given the path of least, least resistance here. Not saying Houston wins this game, but Houston might actually make it Interesting. James Winston out for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill still recovering from that concussion. Trevor Simeon most likely your starting quarterback. I don't know how much I trust Trevor Simeon versus the Falcons. Um, maybe a dart at the wall kind of situation here. If you're playing daily fantasy. However, probably not someone I'm, I'm actively looking at for redraft leagues this week Joe Burrow has a very good matchup against the Cleveland Browns who come in ranked 27th versus the quarterback Josh Allen sees the same he faces the Jaguars who are ranked 26th versus the quarterback Tua Tungabailoa coming off of his worst of the last three starts against Buffalo only scoring 15 standard fantasy points uh the last two prior 21 and 25 they get Houston this week I think Tua might actually be a viable fantasy start this week. Miami should be throwing to stay alive in that game. Neither of their defenses have been the answer. Tua, I think, is worthy of playing this upcoming week. Matt Stafford has another good matchup himself. The Rams see the the Rams see the tight or the Titans on Sunday Night Football. Titans obviously missing many players there. Uh, so Matt Stafford, if you've got him, I mean, in two situations, he's my bench quarterback, and I am starting him this week. Uh, well worth your spot start. And I think that's it of, of must start. Teddy Bridgewater has a decent matchup this week against the Cowboys, but I don't think I really want to jump into that. Derek Carr has a good enough matchup. If you've got Derek Carr, you're probably already in a spot where you don't have a great quarterback ahead of him. He'll see the Giants and vice versa. Um, Danny Jones has a even matchup right back versus the Raiders. Um, at the other end of the spectrum, Trevor Lawrence. If you've got him, a lot of people drafted him with high hopes. This might be the week he regresses a little. Buffalo's defense has been blitzing well, masking coverage. Um Lawrence started to look good through the middle of the season here. 17 points against Cincinnati, 20 against Tennessee, 15 against Miami. Um, only 12 against Seattle. I could see that regressing to 10 to 12 again against Buffalo. Dak Prescott has a good matchup. If it's Dak Prescott, it's it's a reasonable belief to think you'd start him. If it's Cooper Rush, I don't think I'm rushing into battle there. Pun intended. Uh, Jimmy G, Trey Lance both have tough matchups against Arizona. Jalen Hurts, um, as good as they've been, he's the fourth-ranked quarterback. They've got a very tough matchup with the Chargers this week. Granted, yes, Mac Jones just did. The the, the Patriots did well there. But the Patriots did well running the ball, and that's exactly what Jalen Hurts and the Eagles did last week. Hurts only accounting for 11 points with uh, 103 yards. They finally got a running game. Kind of expect more of the same this week. Matt Ryan has another tough, tough matchup against the Saints as well. Not exactly a guy I'm running into action with, although Matt Ryan's not very well owned anymore. Sam Darnold, who at one point in time was uh, was a hot wave warrior pickup, is only around 20% rostered in ESPN now. He's got a tough matchup. 
another guy we're probably going to avoid this week. Um, Tannehill as well has a bit of a tough matchup. Tannehill, any matchup going forward, you'd expect he's going to probably see the favorable hand. He's going to finally start looking like the top 10 pick he was drafted like. However, this week against the Rams, who are 8th against the quarterback, I don't think it's going to happen, especially with the lack of a running back there. Speaking of running backs, let's get into those stardom sit-ems this week. Jonathan Taylor performed on Thursday night. Uh, this was the game last night. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Uh, the Colts absolutely destroyed the Jets 45-30. to Kind of a barn burner. It was, it was 41, or it was 42-something early, and the Jets stormed back a little bit. But Jonathan Taylor hung 36 points. He had odd day, guys. Austin Eckler benefits from a good matchup against the Eagles. I think I think the Chargers are probably going to get ahead and try to stay ahead. Eckler should, if you have him, you're going to start him, but definitely somebody to look into. Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, Jordan Howard. They're all worth a flex play, I think, in my opinion here. Um, you don't know who's going to get the start, but last week all three of them ran the ball. Scott and Howard had two touchdowns. More than worth your hope there. Nick Chubb this week, coming off of a bit of a down week, um, only 61 yards against Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh's a good team against the run. The Bengals are not. Chubb faces the 27th-ranked Bengals. There's still no Kareem Hunt. Yes, Dearness Johnson handled some of that backfield last week, but I still don't think Nick Chubb was fully healthy. I think that was more of, we need a second running back. Um... Definitely a situation here, and I think Nick Chubb is worth your start if you've got him. I know people have been people have been on and off with him. He's uh, he's been very shaky this year. Started the year hot, kind of took a dip, went back into a high game against the Chargers, and then gets injured. Uh, misses Arizona Denver. I definitely think you're well worth your your money though. Looking into Nick Chubb is is a high end start this week. Houston's on this list. I'm not going to advise starting anybody from Houston. David Johnson and Phillip Lindsay should be your two starters. Rex Burkhead, Scotty Phillips handled most of those carries last week. That should explain everything I need to say. Don't trust him. The New Orleans Saints, uh, Atlanta's 25th against the run. Elvin Kamara's got to be a must-start. Mark Ingram might be a touchdown-dependent player, especially in deeper leagues. I don't know if I need to start him, though. Josh Jacobs, uh, in theory... The Raiders face the 24th ranked run defense of the Giants. However, I think that bodes well for Kenyon Drake instead. Kenyon Drake, the last two since John Gruden's been released of his duties, 21 and 16 with rushing touchdown in each game and getting targets in the passing game. I think Kenyon Drake's going to be a bigger part going forward, really, than we're going to see out of Josh Jacobs. And Minnesota, <clears throat> the Vikings versus the Ravens here. The Ravens are 23rd versus Ron. Delvin Cook needs to get something going. Delvin Cook has not been consistent, has not been friendly for any of his owners. Um, so we'll call this the Delvin Cook reunion game. He'll finally bring it back and make his owners feel loved. Uh, on the other end, Carlos Hyde, James Robinson, Jacksonville's running backs. Buffalo's number one against running backs this year. They've learned how to shut down that pass out of the backfield. Uh, they are not allowing much through the through the gap. If you're getting away, you are getting breakneck speed at the outside and picking up a chunk of 20 or so. They're not allowing anything in the red zone. Don't expect it to change here. James Robinson might not even be healthy to play here. If it's Carlos Hyde, I definitely don't like that. 
next in the list, New England. Damian Harris, everyone's jumping on him. He's coming off some big weeks here. They do, however, see the Panthers. The Panthers are number two in the league against the run. They've shut down some very, very good running backs. Damian Harris does not seem like he's better than those guys on that list. I'm not jumping to that. Michael Carter proved last night this was correct here. The Colts have been very good against the back. Uh, Michael Carter goes for 9.6 points. And that already happened. Cordero Patterson is kind of the odd man out here. Atlanta faces the fourth-ranked Saints defense in the, or against running backs. Cordero Patterson's been playing receiver and running back. I'm going to say Cordero Patterson's still worth the start. Mike Davis is an absolutely no start, however. Joe Mixon, in theory here. The Bengals are ranked to be facing the number five ranked Browns defense. Mixon has been such an integral part of the last couple weeks. I'm telling you, don't worry about that. Start him. Um, since week two, 10, 13, 10, 26, 11, 25. He's really starting to come into, into his own here. Uh, we're going Joe Mixon plus some here. And Khalil Herbert, I almost want to say sit this week just because the the Steelers were so good last week. They shut down Nick Chubb already. Khalil Herbert might not even get the full lion's share. There is murmurs that David Montgomery is going to come back and get some time this week. Uh, I don't want any of that. Elijah Mitchell will throw him in this category as well. The Cardinals are number seven against the run. Elijah Mitchell seeing a tough matchup, and he still don't really know who's going to get the ball all the time there. Going to tight end. We'll skip right over receiver for now. Uh, George Kittle coming back. I'm not going to say sit him. If you have him, you probably need him at this point. Um, but Pat Freemuth is a guy who... Now here's a guy. Let me, let me pull my best John Madden here. Pat Freemuth is a guy who has really been coming on strong as of late. Back-to-back 12 and 14 point weeks. And tight end-wise, that, that's pretty good. He's seen seven targets each game as well. Uh, but Freemuth really gets a tough draw here against the Bears. They're second in the league versus the tight end. Probably would not advise that. Dalton Schultz is starting to fall on the let's back off role as well. Dalton Schultz sees the six-ranked Broncos. They've been very good as of late as well. Mark Andrews does get the fifth-ranked um, Raven or Vikings team, but I, I would probably jump into Mark Andrews here, tell you it's okay to really roll with that. Kyle Pitts. Um, Kyle Pitts is going to be a tough start. And I'm going to be honest here, if Calvin Ridley is still out in an extended period of time, Calvin P- or Kyle Pitts is going to start seeing that number one true corner cover, I think. That's exactly what the chart or what the Panthers did last week when Ridley was out right before the game. They swapped Stephon Gilmore onto Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts had a tough day. Kyle Pitts ended up with only 3.3 points, two catches for six yards. Um I don't like Kyle Pitts' outlook this week. I love Kyle Pitts as a player, but maybe not this week. Uh, Dan Arnold's another guy, though, as well. Buffalo has been pretty stout. Arnold's becoming the big guy on campus there. Eight for er, eight catches on six targets for 68 last week. I don't see that being the case this week. Um, I think Jacksonville's going to have a tough time getting rolling in general. And everyone's favorite traded tight end. Zach Ertz comes in with another tough matchup against the Niners. I'd probably just avoid him outright as well. Starters, though. Ty Conklin has had a couple good weeks as of late. He's ranked 15th. Um, Two 10-point weeks in the last two with the bye. Did have two down games against Cleveland and Detroit. Was 7 of 8 for 70 and a touch, though, the week before against Seattle. Ty Conklin draws the worst in the league Ravens 
when it comes to the tight end. I think I like Ty Conklin a lot this week. Uh, Dallas Goder draws a good matchup. Again, Philadelphia gets the Chargers. They're 31st in the league against the tight end. Go for Godert. I don't know what the answer for Green Bay is. Generally, Robert Tunyon would probably get a thumbs up here. Maybe Josiah DeGuara? That's more of a daily flex. Um, I don't think I'm telling any of you guys to go jump on relatively unknown Josiah DeGuara, third-round pick from last year from UCLA. Um, But he might be the breakout guy from Green Bay. Especially... That's one of those things if it's one of those real weird things. He had two catches for 20 yards last week when he when Tanya went down, and now you're gonna put Jordan Love, who's been working on a report with DeGuara in there. DeGuara might be a sneak play this week. Uh so we'll see how that goes, actually. The LA Chargers. Jared Cook is worth a start if you still have him. I mean, he's ranked 16th. Donald Parham Jr., Daily Fantasy has fallen off, uh, but this is, this could be a touchdown-dependent week for him here. They're playing a very, very good matchup against Philly. Evan Ingram, still don't trust him. Ranked 25th. I don't care how good of a matchup he's got this week, I'm not playing him. Mike Gusecki, uh has been the best tight end over the last three weeks. Definitely start him this week. He's got a good matchup against the Texans, who are 27th against the tight end. Dawson Knox is upgraded to questionable here. Um, Still unlikely to play. I think Tommy Sweeney's more of your play this week. And Noah Font looks like he is on track to miss the game with COVID. No news yet that he's received any negative tests. So Noah Font might be on game or on track to miss. Albert Ukbogwanum uh, would be the big beneficiary here. He had a pretty solid day last week against Washington in case that uh, Font can't go. And Jordan Aiken and Brevin Jordan, little throw-ins there. Houston's tight ends finally getting active and alive last week. Uh, don't hate their options either. Wide receivers, guys. Let's uh, let's jump into this a little. Lavisca Chenault. I would I would avoid that like the plague. Most likely going to be shadowed by Trey White. They don't have much else. Uh, Trey White and Levi Wallace have allowed less than twelve points a game each. Two players there. Cortland Sutton. Most likely going to get shadowed by Trayvon Diggs. I'd avoid Cortland Sutton. Uh, Tim Patrick probably going to draw Anthony Brown. Not going to be a bad matchup there. Jerry Judy, however, should see Jordan Lewis this week, who's allowed 14 points roughly per game to slot tight ends. I'm throwing Jerry Judy in in, in FanDuel situations here. Uh, I like that matchup this week. I really do like Cleveland's matchup. I've got Jamar Chasen versus Greedy Williams. Um, the only matchup that could be tough, Tyler Boyd does see Troy Hill this week. That's a bit of a stronger matchup. Troy Hill's been pretty good. The Chiefs game, next one we're really going to highlight here. There's, it goes both ways. Rasul Douglas is not good for Green Bay. Eric Stokes has been good, but I think Ty, or Tyreek Hill is going to kind of shift around that defense. Hill should get open often. Chandon Sullivan has allowed less than seven points a game to slot players. I'm not jumping on this McCole Hardman train. I never really want to anyhow, but I'm definitely not doing it now. Jacksonville. I think all three receivers are an option. This is the same issue we get every week. 
okay, who's the ball going to? Because Josh Allen's been so good at spreading it around. Um, I will say this. Even in a bad matchup, Stephon Diggs faces Tyson Campbell, who doesn't really offer much. He's a rookie still, and Diggs should be able to kind of dispose. Um, Emmanuel Sanders here expected to see and draw Sha- or Shaquille Griffin, who's allowed almost 14 points a game. And Trey Herndon, slot corner, has not been good either against Cole Beasley, who's finally coming back on to his own. A.J. Brown's got a tough matchup against David Long this week. Kadarius Tony has a tough matchup against Casey Hayward, most likely. Brandon Cooks draws a very good matchup against Byron Jones. We know Cooks is not happy about being in Houston still with everybody going, but uh, Cooks worth watching there. um, Buffalo, I I know, did not look great in the past last week, but there was weather, inclement weather here in Buffalo last week when that game was going on if you're from outside of here. So do take that into account. That could have been part of the... Situation causing a lackluster run or pass game from Buffalo last week. Brian Edwards expected to shift in, see the better corner in a Dory Jackson for the Giants. Uh, Zay Jones steps up and gets James Bradbury. Not a great design. Hunter Renfro, not a bad choice, so gets Darnay Holmes. Avante Maddox expected to draw Keenan Allen on Sunday. Good matchup for Keenan Allen in that. Jalen Goyton expected Darius Slay. Bad matchup for Darius Slay. Uh, DeAndre Nuke Hopkins, most likely going to draw Josh Norman. Draw Nuke. I know everyone's getting a little frustrated with him, but uh, Nuke Hopkins definitely should be worth your eyes. And Sunday night, uh, green against the board here. Van Jefferson, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup gets Elijah Molden, who's just got scorched the last couple games. If you got Cooper Cup, you're probably going to get a huge Sunday night game from Cooper Cup again. Um but really an interesting week here. Ah, to, I mean, to discuss here, the Cleveland Saka going on currently, Odell's been excused from the team. He His dad went off on a on a rant about how the team's not doing anything. Aditi Kinkambwala from ESPN, CBS, uh, all of those shows, came out and basically said, yeah, uh, the Browns would have him back if he'll apologize to Baker, and also it's a timing offense so if the ball's not getting to him, that's telling me that he's not running routes in the timely fashion. Uh, so a lot of finger pointing really going on currently. Um, it's an interesting, interesting situation in Cleveland there. Obviously, we discussed Rodgers has COVID. Saquon also has tested positive for COVID, so we have to see where he's going to currently fall. Not looking good The Saquon starts this week. Um Christian McCaffrey is designated for return. No word for sure if he's going to get the get the start. You'd have to expect if he does, they're going to face him back in with Chuba Hubbard rotating. Michael Thomas is out for the season. We already discussed him. Uh, that's That was a big blow, a frustrating blow for many people. And Deshaun Jackson officially cleared waivers, and he is free to sign with any team he'd like. Uh, we will discuss, though, real quick, last night's game, Thursday Night Football, the Indianapolis Colts, the New York Jets, 45-30 to Colts victory. New York uh, ended up turning the ball to Josh Johnson, 27-41, 317, three touchdowns, one pick. Mike White was 7-11, of 11, 95 yards and a touchdown prior to a forearm injury. Michael Carter goes 13-49, of 49, got two targets thrown his way. Elijah Moore leads the way, 7-84, of 84, two touchdowns. 
Uh, Ty Johnson, 240 and a touch in, in the air as well. Keelan Cole continuing to finally turn it up, 5 of 66. The Colts, on the other hand, Carson Wentz, 22 of 30, 272, three touchdowns, one sack. Jonathan Taylor really leading the way here. 19 rushes, 172 yards, two touchdowns. Naeem Hines goes 74 and a touchdown himself. Michael Pittman stays strong, 5 of 64 and a touch. The Colts looking like they could be back here, and we, we called that. We called the fact that the Colts had a strong stretch of schedule that wasn't really benefiting them, and uh, it looks like that could have been the case. So let's hope the Colts kind of can make a run here. It's not out of out of the realm that they could win that division still. The Titans obviously losing Derrick Henry for the year. It'll be an interesting next couple games, guys. But um, a quick rundown, and actually I'll give you a little bonus tip here at the end of the episode if you're still listening. And if you are, hopefully this wins you some money, but I'll throw you a lineup here daily fantasy-wise. Um, I have a, a bit of a balance-loaded lineup I really like this week. We'll, we'll toss it here on the air. I'm going with quarterback Joe Burrow. He's 7,600 in FanDuel. Running back Joe Mixon, 7,400. Um, according to FanDuel, Cleveland's 14th against the run. Um, running back Nick Chubb, the exact opposite. So my eyes are going to be locked in that game. Chubb's expected to see the 32nd ranked Cincinnati Bengals. Wide receiver Jamar Chase. Outside of last week, Jamar Chase has been a revelation. I am currently very wrong on my thoughts on Jamar Chase. Wide receiver Cole Beasley, we discussed that. Uh, Jacksonville slot cover is a bit suspect. Beasley's been seeing a lot lately. Last couple games, 16 and 18 points on FanDuel. Yeah, he had the one and two point games the week before. But uh, for the most part, four of his seven games have been over 10 points. Three of those being over 15. Uh, wide receiver three going to Jerry Judy this week. We discussed that as well on the show. Yes, he had a rough first game back. Um Denver as a whole didn't look great in that game, but I think against Jordan Lewis, they're going to force the ball to Jerry Judy. Mike Gusecki is my tight end. It's a cheap enough play. Yes, last week was a bit down. He only had eight points, but uh, the last two games before that with two, uh, nine targets, eight targets, 15 and 18 points retrospectively. Mike Gusecki has been the shining star, and uh, I expect that to continue this week. DJ Moore against the New England Patriots. He's expected to see Jalen Mills. Uh, Moore really had four down weeks here. I think DJ Moore gets it going again this week. We'll take that for the price here. And the Green Bay Packers defense, it's a tough play. It's the Chiefs. We know the league wants the Chiefs to win. Um, but the Chiefs have been turnover machines. We're going to bet on that to continue here. And uh, we'll call it a wrap. But, guys, enjoy your week nines. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, Damien over at the Therapy Session. Damien over at uh, the Platter Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. He'll make you a nice charcuterie board, a uh, nice dessert board maybe if that's what you're into. He'll take care of you if you're in the greater uh, Hamilton, Oakville, lower Ontario region. Uh, shout out to Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She's located over in Orchard Park. She will make you look great. She's got her own little uh, studio in Sola Salons over there. Hit her up. Check her out online. She will be more than happy to get you taken care of. And uh, shout out to Charlie at Renegade Studios. He is our graphics guy. He makes our beautiful Sunday morning countdown episode uh, videos. Give him a check online, Renegade Studios. We've linked him in the past to our page. And shout out to our newest sponsor. That's right, guys. What goes better with football than chicken wings? 
Shout out to Chicken Dippin. Our guy Kyle down in Texas, he's uh, he's really revolutionizing the game. There's, when you're dipping your chicken wings in blue cheese, you go with those little circular cups and, you know, you just, you're only dipping the tip. So what better, what what, what else to do than uh, snatching up the, one of these chicken dipping, whether they be the single-use plastic or the reusable stainless steel, rolling your chicken wing in that lovely, lovely blue cheese and covering that bad boy down. Guys, enough chicken wing talks. I'm hungry. Until next time, we'll keep on, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>